between the right and the left? That's correct, you are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal girth. Timeline Earth, only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the Thank you for tuning in to Timeline Earth. Today, I have very special guests with me. One, Pete Quinones and Rachel Tobias, which she is a woman, so uh, be forewarned. How's it going, guys? Hi, Aaron. I, uh, everybody's been super busy with life. Bird and Carr are not here. They're uh, Unfortunately, um, they both relapsed, and uh, they're, they're currently undergoing treatment for uh, a severe crack cocaine addiction and um, you know, they're, they're having a rough time. So thoughts and prayers to bird and car. Um, so that leaves did, me. Did pause get like abducted and right now he's getting an anal probe. Yeah. Pause is off the grid. He, he okay. comes on the grid and then off the grid, just enough to record an episode of Scarlet Thread society. Highly recommend. And then, uh, and then he's back to, um, you know, being chased by the Smithsonian and, uh, you know, the, the shadow people and, and such. Aaron, I, saw- I, oh, oh, I, I was looking forward to, uh, you know, Bird and Carr talking about the supply chain issues, considering they've run out of crack cocaine. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But- um, I, I'm not blameless in this problem. I, I have been hoarding all of the crack. Um, and, um, and it's really because I just have such a huge heart that um, I, I can't stand to see them just destroyed by addiction. Aaron, so, that might be myocarditis, buddy. You should get that checked out. Just don't go to a hospital anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've taken many a vaccination lately. and uh, I, I, I have to say that Paz did just drop in at one point today because um, I was driving around Atlanta and somebody had hand-drawn a sign and put it on a freeway exit ramp that said, the Anunnaki killed Malcolm X. And oh, wow. I post I posted that up in the boys chat and then Paz showed up and just typed up typed a couple letters and disappeared. He he typed literally true and then just disappeared. <laughs> that's that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> and you can accept that as literal truth and be on about your way. <laughs> um I wanted to talk about the situation in Ukraine. Uh, Pete, I know you're of Ukrainian Jew descent. Um, <laughs> do you have any, uh, do you have any comments about the situation in Ukraine? Are we, uh, are we all on board with uh, mother Russia taking back what's rightfully theirs? Um, I mean, Eastern Ukraine is theirs. I don't think Western Ukraine, I mean, Western Ukraine is completely different culture and everything i think most of the people in eastern ukraine probably wouldn't bat an eye um western ukraine might have something to say about it though so yeah uh, i mean i don't i I, there's no reason to be involved in this if you're the if you're the united states government other than (laughs) Uh, we need a client state (laughs) yeah other than putin man bad you know yeah yeah um 
from from what I know about it, uh, going back to like 2011 when this was all kind of ramping up and um, Obama was up in arms about Russia invading the Crimea. Um, yeah, we've had NGOs there for a while now. They've been, you know, uh, funding democratic activism and all, all the all the freedom, peace, and democracy that the Ukrainians can handle. And uh, it's all it's all kind of trying trying to get them to become a, a NATO member. And you can't have NATO, which is explicitly anti-Russia, on Russia's border, or Russia will retaliate. Yeah, I don't know what's so hard about this. I mean, they're it's like they're begging for war with somebody. Um, they can't. It can't be China. It's going to be Russia. I mean, that's that's the thing. I just don't. I don't know where we made the where we made the turn from to Russia being the boogeyman again. I mean, I'm old enough to have lived through the ending of the Cold War. And I remember the rhetoric, and it's like I, I, oh, everything old is new again. What the hell happened? Why? Yeah, Why? I mean, <laughs> because because they they kicked out the Rothschild bankers because. Um, because when he was asked, when Putin was asked to give a speech uh, at the World Economic Forum, his speech was comp- <laughs> basically like denounced globalism. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, luckily, the army just uh, kicked out a bunch of people for not being vaccinated, or in the in the process of kicking out a bunch of people for not being vaccinated. So, I mean. Uh, I guess that's kind of the silver lining is the military starting to clamp down on God only knows how many members have decided that they're not going to do it. Yeah. How do they expect to like, yeah, I was just thinking, uh, how do they expect to enforce anything if they're also purging people? Although I thought, like you said, there's a silver lining where I said, Hey, let's let the left take over everything and just run themselves into the ground because you've seen the new military ads, right? You know, they're like, uh, it's pretty gay, not going to lie. And, (laughs) you know, it used to be different. There was like G.I. Joe gay, but this is a different brand of gay where it has a tone to it. It's it's gay. They're literally fucking each other in the ass while shooting at terrorists. You're like, how does this stop the enemy? And they're like, what? Um, So what if they just kind of run their enforcement arm into the ground. Let's throw in the ATF, the CIA, FBI, everybody, alphabet soup orgy. Oh. Run it into the ground. I love it. Mean. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's something that uh, I I kind of have two minds about. Letting progressives control the the military industrial complex would be hilarious and would be a great source of podcast content. But <laughs> if if it turns out that they get some really cutthroat, competent guys at the top. Uh, that that could probably not work out very well for us. Got guys, yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> mandatory hormone therapy and for everyone. Oh well, oh, I mean, like, is it, uh, from what I understand, like um, the Marines are still pretty cool. The Army is pretty much on the way. The Air Force is completely paused, as well as the Navy. You would be surprised. The Air Force has, uh, according to sources close to me, uh, the Air Force has the least amount of compliance out of all the branches. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you think about they, it, yeah, they don't want to have to do anything ever. So yeah, I know. Like, back. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Um, 
I think their retention is so high. They still have like a lot of those old school, like, you know, E E seven through E nines that are like, you know, still kind of pulling the strings. They still have, you know, the, the non-commissioned officers still have a lot of power, which is not the case in the army, the Navy and the Marines. Mm. Well, the Marines kind of. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So we are, um, could be charging headlong into world war three. I, I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to be more like a brush fire proxy war type deal where, or it could be like Vietnam where we send advisors and then a couple of years later, okay, we're going to, we're going to start just like sending a couple people to bolster platoons and then, okay, we're going to, we're going to start sending tanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We are Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Yeah. You wonder how much of anything that you're seeing anymore is like real as far as like how serious they are, you know, I believe the World Economic Forum, like Klaus Schwab, wants to do all this stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it's out there. It's been out there for a year, a year and a half. They've gauged a reaction from the people who own the guns. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, it's like, I, will we, and even if they start saying that shots have been fired in the Ukraine and the U.S. responded, how do we know? I, I just don't know what to believe anymore because... I saw the yeah I saw a couple of documentaries on what happened in Ukraine in 2014, and like it looks like it was just a good old fashioned color revolution, orchestrated by American NGO, American and British NGOs, and that there was there were CIA agents firing, you know, snipers firing bullets into crowds and stuff like that. It just yeah. It looked like um, the one the, the CIA the CIA attempted coup in Venezuela from I think two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, our foreign policy. I, I, people want to give Biden credit for kind of loosening up on foreign policy, you know, getting out of Afghanistan and all that. And um, I don't. I think it's just a pivot. You know, we're pivoting away from the war on terror because there's no fucking money in it, and it's a, it's a fucking drain. And uh, now we're getting back to good old-fashioned client states. Well, anything anything they do against Islam now is going to be compared to Afghanistan. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then also starting a war is one of the best ways to get your economy up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jobs and, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm sure my 401k full of Raytheon and Lockheed is going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, if you if you have a roof, bro. Just yeah. just just invest in shit coins like everyone is doing. Stop it. Also, also, Pete, just two things to your note. Like, hey, you know, there's this commie manifesto out there. You know, Klaus Schwab is just they put it all out there, right? Everything they want to do, and we know it's dystopian. But like, if you call it sustainable and green, and you put nice flowerly language on it, you can get away with anything. And then secondly, you tell people you will own nothing and you'll be happy. They're like, oh, like NFTs? Yay. <laughs> I, got this, I got, I mean, I think they deserve it. Uh, I feel where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's great and I love it and it makes for amazing content. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just kind of, 
plugging away, grinding like everybody else, and uh, see where this goes. It would be funny if it didn't affect us. That's uh, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, all the happenings in our neighbor to the north, Canada. Dude, I was, I was on a, um, what is it? What are they called? Twitter Spaces. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Saturday night I was on a Twitter Space. I was just, I had been loading the truck all day and loading the van all day and just like, all right, driving out in the morning. And I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on on Twitter. And it was a bunch of Canadians. Dude, it was like, I I got, just from being on that call, I'm pretty sure I'm HIV positive now. I'm, I'm fairly certain if, if I wasn't already, I'm HIV yeah. positive now. And I think, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I think that it's, I think that's what these lesions are all about right now. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, I got on it and I'm like, okay, this guy's gay. The next person comes on and goes, as a gay, 100% disabled he. Yes, yes. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, this is real. If it's not real, I mean, it, I'm hoping it wasn't real. I'm hoping the whole thing was staged. But they're like, okay, we're going to call on some people to talk. But if you have any support for the insurrection, you're going to be cut off. I mean, they're literally calling it an insurrection. They're literally calling it like a an invasion. It's beautiful. It's it's it, so good. If if half of what they're saying isn't just completely overblown hyperbole, oh, like uh, I'm, I'm, there's a lady around, so I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> haven't you said? That? I was going to say, I've been, I've been sort of circling the wagon with my dad joke of like trying to throw it out there saying, oh, is this an autonomous zone with automobiles, like an auto zone? But like, I don't have the courage to land it. So I've just been waiting for an end, but I don't, I don't know. It's not time yet. No, <laughs> but, you got to save that for the timeline. But, but it so. is, it is pretty great to kind of see that contrast. Remember Chaz from Seattle, people got shot and. The mayor kind of looked the other way and they're like, oh, yeah, this is our leftist sort of like tarp on the ground thing. And then you have like Canadians that are being peaceful. They're really helping each other out. You actually have a lot of foreign people who had, I guess, maybe gotten citizenship there or something like people from Poland, people who had experienced communism and were like, this is amazing. We really know what we're up against in this situation. Uh, and they're really helping each other out. Like I follow... Um, Two separate people on on sort of Bitcoin Twitter, but they're in Canada who are just hourly updating. And it's it's really it's the kind of thing like on one hand, it gives me hope. On the other hand, I'm so like used to being just smacked down the minute I feel positive about something. Like if it's one thing I've taken away from the past two years is it's like uh, like the Game of Thrones. Um, I think it's Reek or something where he just gets kind of beaten yeah. senseless and and so it's like the minute i come out of my cage and i'm like oh, there's people starting a real revolution somewhere and i'm like wait they use gofundme 10 million's kind of missing you know, oh yeah just, oh, i want to be the, hopeful yeah the, that's another thing that <laughs> their gofundme page was either getting like just uh, stolen from or or shut down or uh, it's it's insane like the the financial, the fi- the finance industry, the tech industry, like, if you're wondering if we live in, like, some sort of hellish oligarchy, like, 
just look at what's happening right now in, in, in Canada. Just to be fair, just to be just to not judge them real fast, Pete, and to be fair, I am looking, you know, compared to the people from Black Lives Matter who took the money and bought, you know, some fancy homes. Just just to be fair about this, I am looking for Canadians moving into black neighborhoods buying homes. Yep. Of course. Just, just in case I'm looking for the hypocrisy. So we might see it. <laughs> so I'm they sure they'd one. be more than happy to. Yeah. Have you seen this report of um oh, these people going into this building with like bricks of fire starters and everything. And then I go, like the person who's doing all this reporting, I go, I look at their profile. It, the profile starts, he, him. Yeah. Former oh, former co-owner of Sinkhole. I click on that. It says a do-it-yourself art space in Ottawa, Ontario. Best I can tell, it's a shooting gallery where people go to, I, I mean, I'm assuming it's just some kind of gay fuck club. Um, the... Then I, it, it, then there was another thing that I learned about Ottawa is that Ottawa, Ottawa has, when it as far as Reddit goes, Ottawa has more redditors than any city in like the in the world. Oh so my god! <laughs> that, that just tells you everything you need to know about Ottawa. Burn it down. Is, Burn it all down. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean at least. At least our capital city is based as fuck. You can go there and buy crack, get murdered, <laughs> black hookers for ten bucks. I mean, what are you going? What are you going and getting there? You're going to get AIDS. That's all you're going to get. Not always AIDS, and not even in a fun way. And no. don't feed on those people. Okay, they're holistic. They use maple syrup as lube. There's things we can <sighs> learn from them. All right. Ouch. Yep. Ugh. They're polite. <laughs> yeah, they're very in tune with nature. Um, you know, there are many uses for a hockey stick. Those yeah. Canadian pagans. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a story from our biggest sponsor and our loveliest, most favorite country in the world. And that is the People's Republic of China. Um, apparently, the U.S. speed skating team has been uh, disqualified. And, oh, man, I'm trying to bring up the fucking story right now. Oh, here we go. Yeah. USA disqualified after skating review, allowing China to win first medal at 2022 games. Now, I'm sure that they had a very good reason to do for doing this. And from what I gather from skimming the article about 10 minutes ago was that during the course of the race, American skaters were bumping into Chinese skaters and preventing them from skating. All right. And if you're an American, you know that you skate or die. So it is completely unacceptable that these, these arrogant dickhead Americans can go to another country and try to steal their rightfully owned gold medal. And for that, we thank uh, our sponsor Xi Jinping. And uh, if you want to donate some yuan to our Patreon, it is perfectly acceptable. You got any comments Juan, on that? Yes. Juan runs with Patreon. That makes me incredibly suspicious, number one. And number two, at this point, I think the Olympic competitors are going for the gold just to hedge against inflation. That's you, true, yeah. You know, just, just to have something, really. Yeah, I heard a while ago that uh, Russia and China are talking about entering a mutual uh, gold-backed currency, but now that seems to be overshadowed by all this talk about uh When crypto. are we going to have a COVID currency? 
a COVID what, currency? Yeah. I'll basically, give you like. Basically, <laughs> when can I sell my antibodies? Oh yeah, I know. When when can I when can I sell my precious unvaccinated seed? <laughs> I'm looking at my girlfriend. She's rolling her eyes in the back of her head. <laughs> she's like she's like you know the Waymore Republic. That's what we have in our house. Just fucking yeah. barrels. It's not worth anything here. <laughs> All right, so now that I've uh, I've plugged China, um, we're on a uh, <laughs> we're on a Zoom recording, which only has forty minutes on it. So uh, we got to wrap this up right quick. Pete, do you have anything to add? Oh, Pete's gone, is he? Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. One and there done. He goes. Yeah. Not even a goodbye. Wow. No, I just admitted him. Here he is. There he goes. Make make one reference to AIDS and black hookers, and I get kicked oh, out yeah, of the yep. meeting. Yeah, the the alphabet boys heard you. <laughs> so what are we what are we talking about now? So we were just talking about how great China is, and how they totally deserve those uh, speed skating medals that they got after they uh, after the U.S. team was disqualified from bumping into them too much. Oh yeah, this reminds me of um, the 1980s Olympics when especially like the, the winter Olympics, the, the, uh, the skating, like the, um, the figure skating, the pair skating, mm. where it was like the United States could always count on like two points lower from the Russian judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every 9.5, eh, 9.5, 7.5, 9.5, 9.5. <laughs> hey, Aaron, I think the only thing worse and, you know, being a Chinese figure skater, being from China as a figure skater and losing and shaming your country is is being in Joe Biden's uh, bedroom alone with him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it might be a little more dangerous. And apparently they're uh, they're not they don't give a fuck what country you're from. If you test positive for covid, like you are getting picked up, stuffed into a van and like taken away. Mm-hmm. Damn. There was that's, uh, that's that's pretty based. One, yeah, one of the uh, one of the Nordic athletes like posted a video of her crying about it, and I'm like, yeah, it's what you get. You should have you should have masked up and social distanced. Do you, you know never they, left the kitchen. Do you know there there's been no advertising for this Olympics at all? Yeah, I haven't seen anything really. I see, you know I see that, it right? like, suggested to me on my TV for like, oh, what you can watch, and, but that's it. Yeah. There's been no advertising for this Olympics at all. Huh. Anywhere. I've never seen a U- never seen a YouTube ad. Um, I've actually watched I watched football this past weekend. There was no you would think during the friggin' playoffs, during the conference championship games, you would see some friggin' commercials for the Beijing Olympics. Nothing. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, cut them some slack. They gotta warn the people. We're trying to start a war with China. Start a war with Russia. Like the system's a little busy right yeah, now. One, and one if you don't appreciate, yeah, if, if you don't appreciate the the propaganda arm right now, why don't you you know call them and complain or something? You know, it's a little you cut them a little slack. All right. In a way, manifesto. In a way, it's kind of a silver lining because it means that maybe. Maybe Chinese investors don't have as much influence as we thought they did. Well, obviously, I mean, they disappear them a lot. Yeah, it yeah. seems. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what happens with them, but I mean, you see how much China owns the economy. You see what they've done with Evergrande. 
I mean, they've ordered or Evergrande has been ordered to like they're dynamiting friggin' buildings left and right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> did, you see, did you see the one where they like dynamited like ten at one time and like half of them just fell over? <laughs> it's like <laughs> good implosion job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. We well, were only worried uh, about war with them. I mean, they can't even blow a building up. The best. I mean, they're they are the 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 best at uh, reverse engineering shit. But that's that's oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> well, that that's why they want Taiwan so much. But Taiwan Taiwan would be a pain. In it. All Taiwan has to do is just put put um um anti anti um anti ship mines in the water. And there's only like two times during the year that you can you can cross that strait where ships won't be scuttled. Yeah. So because it's so, I mean, I think it's like two weeks in April and two weeks in October. So it's like, what happens if you can't get things done in two weeks? You're stuck there, or what? What? What the hell is going to happen? They'd have to occupy. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would. Ugh. I. You, I. I you hate just mine the sea right. You could just mine the sea right there, and Taiwan's yeah. got this. Taiwan's got those great anti um, anti aircraft uh, anti um, the ones that knock down supposed to knock down rockets and missiles, you know, made by Northrop Grumman. Oh yeah, yeah the uh, the good old Patriot missile system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's that's a scenario that's been like played in our heads like it was kind of beaten into our heads uh throughout my entire time in the navy like what that would like be war gamed out and what it would look like um from a naval perspective and like taiwan china yeah taiwan china and then later us and then japan u.s you know uh u.s japan like just all that entire area it's well u.s japan would fight on on each other's side yeah yep yeah yeah what 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 would uh you know, if, I mean, the United States government forces Japan enforces part of the treaty of World War II is that they have a constitution and they have to stick to it. And the United States forces them to stick to it. Wouldn't it be great if the United States like stuck to their own? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be better if like Japan would have won and then they had to force the United States to stick to their constitution. I mean, the Japanese Defense Force has already. It's 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 kind of like uh, Weimar Germany. They're they're looking at uh, China and being like, "Hey, we need to get bigger. Hey, we need more capabilities." And they're slowly becoming the Imperial Japanese Army. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was, just some, that, that, that was that was a good army too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering they didn't have any resources or material, like no shit. Eh, not bad. <laughs> They did damage in Korea, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, they, they had people surrendering on these islands up until, like, 1974. Like, they yeah, didn't even know the war was crazy. over. <laughs> All right. Um, we're nearing our 40-minute mark because I'm cheap and I don't have a Zoom account. And uh, All right. Let's get some plugs. Uh, the Pete Quignano Show. Check it out. Gonna have gonna have an episode dropping probably the day that this drops, with oh, yeah. just fired from Young Americans for Liberty, Reed Cooley, the, <laughs> one of one of the last Ron Paul libertarians. It looks like Young Americans for Liberty is going oh. in the opposite direction. They're not going to be paused. 
they're going to be Liz Cheneyites. Huh. That's uh, that's unfortunate to hear. That was kind of uh, you know one of the best candidates for you know a uh, kind of right wing takeover. But eh, yeah. what yep. what can you do? Yeah. Rachel, what you got? So my Twitter right now, Rachel D Tobias. You can find my stuff on there. Uh, unless I do like a guest episode on a podcast or something like that. But that's just my main source for now. All right. All right. Sounds good. And I'll, you can find me at punished BTWA on Twitter. I'm not doing anything on the timeline, so don't bother adding me. Uh, you can DM me if you want, but I just started this new job today and it is like Mount Everest of things I need to do. <laughs> I shouldn't even be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks for hosting this. You know, while the other ones live their lives. Oh yeah. Like that, so, Ooh. <laughs> So real, this is for cheating. this is for regular TLE and not for Boys Town. This is for regular TLE. Oh my yep. God! People are gonna be so disappointed. They are. <laughs> hey, you People know what? So I hate the audience. Fuck them. <laughs> there you go. And, and with that, I bid you all adieu. All right. Have a good night, people.